My name is Sean Thomas, and I'm the author of Be More Today, a 40-day guide to a better version of you. As doctor of physical therapy, I've seen thousands of people do great things. They came to me with ailments, physical ailments, pain, issues, and they got through them, all because they decided in their mind they were going to do it. So I wrote a book about it. Your thoughts can make you great, or they can make you crumble. Those thoughts actually control everything in your life. I have three things I want you to do. Starts. Things I want you to start doing in your life that you said you wanted to do at some point in time. You said them. Stops. Things I want you to stop doing in your life, which I know you also want to stop. And three goals for your lives. And I take you through a 40-day guide to make sure you take those thoughts for those three things into reality. Now, I put some workouts in there too. Workouts to keep you always on the move because you got to keep moving. you got to stay focused. So, 40 days. Thoughts, workouts, you. And all I want you to do is trust the process and just be persistent. Visit BeMoreTodayBook.com. That's right, BeMoreTodayBook.com. And I guarantee you, if you just trust the process and be persistent, you too can be the best version of you. What's going on, folks? It's your boy again, Dr. Sean Thomas, back in the building. Be more today's show, episode 91. We are back, we are back, we are back in the building. And folks, 91 episodes. Oh my goodness. It's 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 amazing thinking about the progression of this show. Season three now, and we are officially in the month of March. So as you already know, March baby stand up. You already know we're in Aries season. I just have my 41st birthday last week, so I appreciate all the love and support that I got from each of you. It did not go neglected. I appreciate you so much. And just happy to be alive, folks. It's amazing that as life goes on and we get older, um, we appreciate every single day for what it is. And that's what Be More Say is really about. It's about appreciating life for what it is and appreciating every single day that it's a gift. And you have to go out there and be more today, not just for yourself, but for those who are around you, those who are watching you, those who are following you. So I be more uh, for me for my family, for my daughter, uh, and for you as listeners. You know, I will continue to go out here and, and be the best version of myself every single day because life is not promised. And I hope you appreciate that as well. As you're ready on Be More Today's show, is heard in now 56 countries. Um, we have 17,000 downloads, and we continue to push forward through season number three. If you have not already subscribed to our show, go on Instagram. Facebook and Twitter, Be More Today PT, and like and subscribe to our pages. Uh, Be More Today on YouTube, please go and subscribe to our podcast as well. And if you are a fitness enthusiast, runner, jogger, go on to our travel page and just join our page, Be More Today, and be a part of the movement, be a part of the journey. We really appreciate it. Our quote per se is very simple as always. It's by Octavia Butler, and she said, it's amazing what we can do if we simply refuse to give up. Now, this year... As we're in the month of March, springtime, it's, it's a time where a number of you have given up on stuff already. It's true. You've already given up on a lot of things. Your goals for this year. Uh, if you've done my challenge with me, our Steps of Greatness Project 40, you've already given up on that maybe, right? If you've already set your your goals for things you want to start doing, stop doing, and goals for your life. If you had resolutions you put down, a number of you have already stopped. But it's amazing what we can do if we simply refuse to give up. And I've told you many times on this show that the things that I've tried to do and, and, and been resilient with, uh, refuse to give up. And I just always think if I had given up, 
where I would be, you know, as, as I just hit my 41st birthday, if I had given up my board exam, where, where I had been, if I had given up on uh, track and field, when I had, got hurt, when I had my surgery, where would I be now, you know, and all the other things, roadblocks, obstacles, the trials and tribulations that came as a result of, of, of things that just went through, that went down. If you gave up on those things, if I gave up on those things, would I be who I am today? Would you be who you are today? And it's amazing to think about those things because giving up means another path, a, a, a diversion, a, a, another uh, uh, option for us to, to live, which might not be the optimal situation for us, but because we didn't give up on certain things, we, we triumph, we, we burst through those, those trials. We, we saw ourselves doing better things, bigger things. And sometimes you'll never know what you can really be until you go through a trial, until you really push yourself to the limit. It's amazing what we can do if we simply refuse to give up. I think about Black History Month as we came out of that, and even we celebrate Women's International Month. I mean, all the issues that women have gone through for so many years, and the fight continues to go on. Women have not given up. They refuse to give up. And it's amazing to see the journey. All the females who are now in prominent positions that continue to push through barriers to, to fight for equal pay, to fight for equal rights, to fight for equal standards, um, Title IX, et cetera. It's, it's just amazing to see what we as people can do when we simply refuse to give up. So I implore you today to go out there and, and, and be resilient, to continue to fight the fight, to continue to... to to go through the barriers and to not ever give up. And as we celebrate Women's History Month, Women's International Month still, uh, I wanted to continue to bring on females this month who are uh, amazing at what they do and will continue to give you content that is per, uh, or pertinent to, to female issues and, and to the female experience. And my guest for today is a good friend of mine, a former colleague of mine, and I can say she is uh, a Texan now because she's moving to Houston, Texas very, very soon. Her name is Dr. Kendra Seville. Now, Kendra Seville earned her DPT, Doctor of Physical Therapy, degree from Stony Brook University. Prior to attending graduate school, Kendra attended Buffalo State College, where she received a Bachelor of Science degree in Biology. Now, Kendra has gained clinical experience working with patients of all ages for treatment of orthopedic, vestibular, and neurological impairments. But... Her passion is for treating public floor conditions or public health conditions, such as public pain, pain with sexual function, bladder dysfunction, and the postpartum demographic. She has advanced her training in public floor physical therapy by completing public floor level one, continuing her education through the Herman and Wallace Public Rehabilitation Institute. And Kenya's goal is to become certified as a public rehabilitation practitioner to further advocate for women's health and accessible pelvic floor care. She's very passionate about getting her patients back to their prior level of function so that they can get back to doing the activities that they love. Kendra is a strong believer in patient education and empowers her patients to become active participants in their care. Outside of the clinic, Kendra can be found exploring new restaurants, reading and making new memories with family and friends. Now, Dr. Seville and I are on different schedules. Uh, we had a hard time connecting, but she did a recording on public floor dysfunctions, and I sent her a number of questions geared towards what is the public floor and how it pertains to not just women, but men in general. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, pets included, please welcome to the stage, episode 91's guest, my friend and former colleague, Dr. Kendra Seville. 
Hello everyone. Thank you for having me on today, Sean. I appreciate you for wanting to bring awareness to pelvic floor dysfunctions and also pelvic floor physical therapy. It's still up and coming and a lot of people don't know about it. So hopefully uh, today, listeners, you're able to learn something from me and that you can also teach someone else going forward. What exactly is the pelvic floor? Well, the pelvic floor is a group of muscles, ligaments, and connective tissues which stretch like a hammock from the pubic bone in the front to the tailbone at the back. Your pelvic floor is actually working 24-7. The function of the pelvic floor can be summed up into five S's. So number one, stability. Working in unison with your hip muscles, lumbar spine, and your diaphragm, your pelvic floor muscles stabilize your hips and your trunk, helping you to stand upright and be able to walk. Number two, support. The pelvic floor muscles support the bladder and bowel in men and the bladder, bowel, and uterus in women. Number three, sexual function. The pelvic floor muscles helps us achieve arousal and an orgasm. Number four, sphincter control. The muscles of the pelvic floor allows opening of your bladder and rectum so that you can urinate and release your bowels when you want to. And it also ensures that things are kept closed when we want them to be closed which will then prevent us from having urine and fecal leakage. Number five, sump pump. So just like the calf muscles in your leg act to pump blood and lymphatic fluid back up towards your heart, the pelvic floor muscles act as a blood lymph pump, also pumping blood back into your heart. Many women report incontinence issues after childbirth and or with age. Some report that they experience more severe episodes with activities such as running and jumping. Why does this happen and is this a lifelong issue? This is actually known as stress incontinence. Stress incontinence happens when physical movement or activity puts pressure or stress on your bladder, causing you to leak urine. In this case, your pelvic floor muscles are weak and no longer supports your pelvic organs as they should. Although it can be triggered by high intensity activities such as jumping, exercising, heavy lifting, or running, it can also be triggered by other activities as simple as coughing, laughing, sneezing, standing up, bending over, and walking. Stress incontinence can be mild, moderate, or severe. Overall, the sudden pressure on your bladder causes an involuntary relaxation and it allows urine to come out. Every time we cough, sneeze, jump, and laugh, we actually should do a little Kegel as a reflex. A Kegel is squeezing of the pelvic floor muscles. So the muscles should contract around your urethra and anus to prevent leakage. If that doesn't happen, that can cause leaking. Um, Another presentation is excessive tightening of the pelvic floor muscles. So if your muscles are too tight, then they're not allowed to do that small Kegel contraction when you cough or sneeze. When your pelvic floor muscles are already held up and tight, instead of doing that reflexive squeeze, the pelvic floor muscles are going to do their reflexive relaxation, which will then allow urine to come out. I can't say that this is a lifelong issue, but urinary incontinence rarely goes away on its own. Some people take medications, or they use a pad, or they may limit fluid intake, 
but these are just masking the underlying pelvic floor weakness. When it comes to a cure, pelvic floor physical therapy is a good conservative option before looking into other medical treatments such as injections, nerve stimulations, and or surgery. What are the best ways to strengthen pelvic floor muscles and does this advice apply equally to men and women? So quick disclaimer, unfortunately there are no universal pelvic floor exercises that will work for every individual. And this is why it's important for you not to go on YouTube. Uh, you should be evaluated by a physical therapist that specializes in treating pelvic floor so that they're able to ensure that the treatment plan is appropriate and tailored to your needs. But the general answer is that everyone thinks pelvic floor strengthening only consists of Kegels. In fact, pelvic floor strengthening is way more than just Kegels. So your pelvic floor works in conjunction with your diaphragm and your abdominal muscles. So when you inhale, your diaphragm expands and pushes down on your pelvic floor. And on your exhale, your diaphragm contracts, lifts up, and creates tension on your pelvic floor and lower abdominals. Therefore, you can work on breathing techniques, which will indirectly improve coordination between your pelvic floor and your diaphragm. And then if you're trying to strengthen your pelvic floor, your core should definitely be a part of your training program, along with hip strengthening as well. Uh, any weakness of any of these muscles causes a dysfunction of the entire system. Um, and yes, this is the same treatment approach for both women and men. Many females report pelvic pain, which is unrelated to childbirth. What are some of the causes of pelvic pain unrelated to pregnancy? Pelvic pain might stem from a history of sexual trauma or abuse, infection, abnormalities in internal organs, or pain from the pelvic bones. Possible causes of pelvic pain in both men and women include appendicitis, urinary tract infections, sexually transmitted diseases, kidney infection or kidney stones, uh, musculoskeletal disorders such as tightness or spasming of the pelvic floor muscles, hernia or broken pelvic bones. Now, possible causes of pelvic pain in women only include cancer of the cervix, uterus, or ovaries, but pain is usually more commonly seen uh, when cancer has progressed. Uh, pelvic pain can also be caused by fibroids, which are non-cancerous uterine growths, which may cause pressure or a feeling of heaviness in the lower abdomen. Endometriosis is also seen in the clinic, and this is a condition that causes tissue that's normally found in the lining of the uterus to actually grow outside of the uterus. This then causes pain, scarring, and inflammation. Another condition we see is irritable bowel syndrome. So the exact cause of IBS is still not 100% clear, but it is thought that the muscle wall of the bowel becomes sensitive and contracts unevenly which results in pain and bloating. Uh, last but not least, we do come across painful bladder syndrome, also known as interstitial cystitis. And this is when the walls of your bladder becomes irritated and inflamed. 
Um, it usually gets confused with a urinary tract infection. However, there's actually no infection with this case. Um, it causes a feeling of pain and pressure in the bladder area or in the pelvic region. What advice do you give to women who experience pain with sexual activities? Because of the taboo against talking about your genitals and reproductive organs, many females live with unnecessary discomfort. Uh, I try to encourage women to be an advocate for their own pelvic health. Don't delay your care due to embarrassment. Um, early assessment for pelvic floor conditions is as important as it is for every other health condition. And you definitely don't need to suffer in silence for this. You shouldn't have to compromise your quality of life. There are providers out there who will listen to you and take you and your symptoms seriously. Um, and if you feel as if you're not being listened to by your current doctor or health professional, don't be afraid to seek a second opinion. I do want everyone to know, whether male or female, that intercourse is not supposed to hurt. That is a sign that something is wrong. And if it does hurt, you should go to a pelvic floor therapist who can assess what the problem is regarding your individual system and prescribe an appropriate exercise program. Uh, the pelvic floor physical therapist can help you determine if you have muscle overactivity, such as excessive tension or sensitivity of the pelvic floor. And then they can prescribe you with exercises or internal and external manual therapy techniques, which will help you be able to achieve that balance between strength and flexibility. So we all need a happy medium. Um, of course, if pelvic floor physical therapy is not working for you, then you should be referred out. Any final tips you want to share regarding women's health and ways to maintain good pelvic health? So this is a good question uh, because just as people exercise and eat well to help prevent heart disease and diabetes, they can also work to improve their pelvic health throughout their lives. Um, so I'm going to share a few tips with you guys, and hopefully you're able to incorporate it into your lifestyle. So number one, learn how to relax the muscles in the pelvic floor area. And you can practice this by doing yoga, meditation, and guided relaxation. Strengthen your pelvic floor if weak muscles are the issue. So Kegel exercises should be a daily routine for simple pelvic floor training. Um, you can incorporate it into your daily routine when you're sitting, laying down, or simply standing. Just remember that your training doesn't stop there. You also have to work your core, your hips, and your back muscles too. Um, avoid constipation by consuming ample amount of fluids and fiber. Eat a balanced diet with lots of fruits and vegetables and exercise regularly. Avoid straining or pushing during bowel movements and when urinating. Uh, if you do have a history of chronic constipation, then during a bowel movement, you can use a step stool so that you're able to get your knees higher than your hips. You can lean forward with your elbows resting on your knees, straighten out your spine, and let your belly relax. Uh, that should be able to help you uh, achieve a normal uh, bowel movement. 
decreased intake of bladder irritants, so caffeinated substances, alcohol, um, or artificial sweeteners. Make sure you're maintaining a healthy weight. Uh, being overweight or obese can place increased pressure on the pelvic floor and the bladder, and this can then lead to incontinence or even pelvic organ prolapse, which is when one or more of your organs in the pelvis slips down from their normal position and bulge into the vagina area. Um, when lifting, you want to lift with caution. So lifting things that are too heavy can place added stress on your core and your pelvic floor muscles. So first, make sure that the load is manageable for you. Uh, then when lifting, you want to be sure to bring the item close to your to your body to avoid lifting things that are too far away. Before you lift, remember to activate your pelvic floor muscles, so contract and bend from the hips rather than bending from your back. Um, also make sure that you're exhaling when lifting. Don't smoke, right? Avoid smoking as it leads to respiratory issues um, and causes chronic coughing, which then causes excess strain on the pelvic floor. And you also just want to avoid bad habits. So going to the, going to the toilet just in case, right? I'm going to use the bathroom because I know I'm leaving the house soon. Or I'm going to use the bathroom because I know I'm near a toilet. You don't want to practice that. Um, and if you do notice that you're having issues from early on, just make sure that you have a diary and you, you know, you write down your signs and your symptoms so that it will be way easier when you're explaining this to a health professional. Thank you, Dr. Seville, for that fantastic presentation. I mean, you broke down the pelvic floor like no other could have. And I'm very, very grateful for you taking the time. I know you have a busy schedule, and I appreciate your, your knowledge. And I would assume that those who are listening appreciate it, too. I mean, this is a very serious topic that a number of us are experiencing now. And it's talked about in various ways, but the way you broke it down with these uh, uh, very simple points on how... We can look at our public floor, uh, what it is, how to assess what the dysfunctions are for us, and then actual things we can do to work on it, which is genius. So I appreciate you and your time and your efforts, and I wish you the best with your continued progress as you move to Houston, Texas very, very soon. And folks, that's our episode, episode 91 in the books. I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you appreciated the knowledge that we, we had in this show, and you took the tips you needed to take from this to make your life a better life. Don't forget a quote from today by Octavia Butler. It's amazing what we can do if we simply refuse to give up. You may know whether it's not giving up in terms of this dysfunction or in terms of your own life. Go out there and continue to push forward. Be resilient and never, never, ever give up. Uh, as always, the Marseille Show is heard everywhere on your favorite podcast platforms. So go out there and subscribe to our platforms for our podcast. Again, heard in 56 countries. Uh, 17,000 downloads. I appreciate your love and support. And join us next week as we continue to episode 92, onward and forward, continuing to inspire you to be the best person of you. As I always say, have a good day, have a good night, have a great life, and continue to take your steps to be the best version of you. I'll see you next week. Peace.
Every journey starts with a thought, a vision, fueled by a why. But what's your why? Why do you want to be more today than you were yesterday? You already know that you have to trust the process and just be persistent. You already know that next level results require next level effort, period. But why is today different than any other day? What's your why? How are you going to get to the next level? See, most of you want to make it to the promised land of success, but aren't willing to make the sacrifices. Let me be clear. Nobody said it was going to be easy. No handouts. No excuses. It's just you versus you. It's go time. Find your wife for the 5 a.m. wake-up call. Find your wife for the extra mile you have to do after the workout. Find your wife to face that fear. Take that test. Make that move. Come on, y'all. Your whole life has been a warm-up for this moment right here, today. Are you finally ready to play? You gotta decide to stay always on the move. Less talk, more action. Just be better. Just be more. Be more today. You